This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, a full recap of another thrilling rivalry football game between the Bradshaw Mountain Bears and Prescott High School Badgers. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Thunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps, along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Of course, the show begins with the epic football game between the Bears and Badgers at Bob Pavlich Field in Prescott Valley where Bradshaw Mountain's defense kept rolling en route to an important 20-14 region win over their rival. Prescott came into the game riding a three-game winning streak while putting up an average of nearly 50 points a contest. Bradshaw, which only gave up eight points in a win against Thunderbird on the road and held Mingus scoreless the week prior for its second victory in a row, was able to hold off that high-powered attack thanks to good work up front and a couple of big plays including one that all but sealed the victory for Bradshaw Mountain when it seemed Prescott may just be able to escape with a win. Bradshaw Mountain was up six points with three minutes remaining in regulation, facing a fourth down on Prescott's 30-yard line. Bears head coach Bob Young decided to roll the dice and try to end the game right there with a rushing play to get the first down. Young said after the game he regretted not punting as the play didn't get enough yards for the first down and the Badgers took over on their own 26-yard line. So we knew, you know, we knew we had to make a play and I, you know, I, I made a really poor coaching decision on that last drive on fourth down. I probably should have punted it, but I, I really thought we could uh, beat Landon Francis around the corner. That big play would come from senior Joel Dean, who intercepted a pass from Prescott sophomore quarterback Uriah Tanet on the first play of the drive. It was great. I, I saw it coming from the backside because number four, he's been getting the ball all game. He's a stud of a player. I give shout outs to him for sure. But I knew their quarterback was going to do a messed up play. He was scrambling. He was nervous. And I just saw it coming from the whole way back. A relieved young said. The defense bailed me out on that one, so I'm proud of him. The Bradshaw Mountain defense was also the first to put points on the board for either side, as senior Malachi Stevenson returned a fumble 72 yards for a touchdown in the second quarter after a scoreless opening 12 minutes of play. He also scored on offense as he broke free for a 42-yard run, putting Bradshaw back in front 14-7 before halftime after Prescott's Cody Leopold scored his 21st rushing touchdown of the season. Here's Dean on the mindset of the Bears at halftime. When we went in for halftime, we were saying 0-0 when it was 14-7 because we knew they were going to come out fired up, but we came out more fired up, apparently. The Badgers did tie the game up in the third quarter as Tanette connected with Jake Hilton for a 47-yard touchdown to knock things up. But the Bears took the lead again on an 8-yard run by quarterback Grady Rose early in the fourth quarter. The Bears' defense then held the Badgers scoreless for the remaining 11 minutes of the game to claim the S.A. Quam Videri Trophy. Here's Stevenson on the performance of the defense. Uh, we felt great. We felt confident. We felt most confident in our defense. That We knew that was what's going to carry us in this game, and our offense popped out, obviously, and it was just a great game. Bradshaw Mountain has found its stride after losing three straight earlier in the season, two of which the opponents scored more than 30 points. Here's Young for more on that. 
Well, you know, we we thought before the year we had a chance to be as good as last year. Last year was one of the best defenses we've ever had. And, they, you know, they've stepped up. They've gotten better. You know, we've gotten healthy. And, you know, they just, they, right now they have a lot of confidence. And you can see it on the field. As for Prescott, they return home suffering their second loss of the season. And they step back for the offense. Prescott High School senior Cole Gross after the game said the Bears' defense was hard to contend with. Yeah, they were solid for sure. Offense was given their all, but it's hard to match up against them. They're really well coached and just performed well when we couldn't. The loss is a blow to Prescott's chances at a region title. But head coach Cody Collette believes his team can still be at the top of the Grand Canyon region when the regular season ends in just a few weeks. I don't think whoever wins the region in the Grand Canyon will go undefeated, so I think we're still in play for that as well. Next up for Prescott, which holds a 5-2 and two overall record and a 1-1 one one mark in the region, is a home game against Lee Williams, which is 2-0 in the region. Lee Williams us last year uh, was 20-19. We came away with a last sec victory, um, so uh, it should be very similar to that. It's going to be a very tough, hard-nosed contest. All the Grand Canyon region games usually are, and particularly with uh, anytime you have any combination of the four of Bradshaw, Coco, uh, ourselves, and Lee Williams, those games the last few years have always been <laughs> extremely, extremely competitive and hard fought, and I expect nothing less from that on Friday. As for the Bears, which are 4-3 and three overall but 2-0 and in the region, they are also at home to play Coconino, which has a 1-1 one one region record. Both get underway at 7 p.m., no matter the outcome of the game, the annual rivalry between the schools is always something that the fans and the players themselves look forward to each year. Here's Dean on that. Well, we've all known each other since fourth grade. We've been playing all the way through from youth, from youth bears and youth hitmen. You know, there was always that bond that we were always fighting against each other. Who's going to be better this week? Who's going to be the best next season? And that, that's just kind of the fight. Gross ads. The whole environment around it is just super fun. The week leading up to it is always tense but it's really fun honestly just seeing the support from all the fans on both sides it's really nice to see both teams come together and just play a simple game of football we'll check in on chino valley's football game and whip around central arizona sports teams as playoffs get set to begin but first they say failing to prepare is preparing to fail and if you couldn't tell by the chilly weather this weekend winter is coming can your heater handle it Schedule your fall tune-up today with Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. The Chino Valley Cougars football team lost a close one in their final home game of the season, 30 to 26 to Kingman on Friday night, as they fall to 3 and 6 overall and 1 and 4 in the 3A West region. Sophomore quarterback Ben Seibel completed 11 of 22 passes in the game for 179 yards and 3 touchdowns, while senior running back Johnny Parrish rushed for 122 yards on 13 carries. Junior receiver Brody Ryan and seniors Ashton Lofton and Caden Wagner each had receiving touchdowns, with Lofton leading the way with 118 yards. The Cougars end the season next week on the road against Yuma at 7 p.m. Yuma is 6-3 overall this season and holds a 3-2 record in the 3A West region. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. 
We'll get things started with the Prescott High School badminton team, which continues their quest for a perfect season. The team, after going 14-0 in the regular season, won the opening round of the Division II playoffs on Monday 9-0 against the Castile Colts. As the number one seed, they move on to the quarterfinals and host Cactus on Tuesday at 4 p.m. The Badgers boys golf team also won another Section 7 championship, being one stroke better than Lee Williams with a 308. The individual championship was won by senior Scotty Jackson after a three-hole playoff against Bradshaw Mountain's Andrew Reynolds. He shot a 33 on the back nine to complete a round of negative one. Espen Dalo, playing as an individual, also shot a personal best 76. The Badgers finished the season with a school record scoring differential of 7.3 and will now compete in the state tournament at Omni Tucson for the fourth straight year. The Badgers girls volleyball team lost both their games last week, 3-0 to Bradshaw Mountain and Lee Williams. They host Flagstaff at 6 p.m. on Tuesday for the final home game of the season before hitting the road to finish up the schedule against Mingus on Thursday at 6 p.m. The team is 2-13 overall and 2-8 in the region. Meanwhile, the Prescott boys and girls swim teams finished the regular season on Friday, participating in the 2022 Husky Invite at Chandler High School. Moving on to the Bradshaw Mountain Bears, the girls volleyball team beat rival Prescott 3-0, but lost to Flagstaff on the road 3-2 for a 1-1 record last week. They play their final home game of the regular season on Tuesday against Coconino at 6 p.m. before playing Lee Williams on the road Thursday to finish the schedule. They are in second place in the 4A Grand Canyon region with a 10-5 overall record and an 8-2 region mark. The Bradshaw Mountain boys and girls swim teams also compete in the Buckeye Union High School District Championship Last Chance Qualifier on Thursday. Switching over to the Chino Valley Cougars, the boys and girls soccer teams get ready for the playoffs that are set to begin this week. The boys soccer team, after going 9-1-1 overall, hosts the St. Augustine Wolves at 3.15pm on Tuesday. The girls' soccer team, with a 10-1 overall record, hosts the Blue Ridge Yellow Jackets a couple of hours earlier at 1 p.m. If either were to make it to the championship game on Saturday, that would take place at Westwood High School in Mesa at 4 p.m. for the girls and 6.15 p.m. for the boys. The girls' volleyball team, meanwhile, finishes the regular season on Wednesday at 6 p.m. on the road against the Scottsdale Christian Eagles after losing to Northwest Christian on Thursday and Camp Verde on Monday. The team is 7-11 overall and 4-7 in the region. Moving on to collegiate sports now and starting off at the Alpine College Rough Riders as the men's soccer team wrapped up the regular season with a 2-1 win against Scottsdale last week. With a 9-3-1 overall record and a 7-2-1 conference mark, they are in Yuma for the NJCAA Division I Region I playoffs as they play number 9 Arizona Western on Friday at 4.30 p.m. As for the women's soccer team, they finished the season Tuesday with a 2-1 loss to Scottsdale. Their overall record was 8-8 with a 7-4 conference mark. The regular season is also about to come to a close for the women's volleyball team as they finish up with home games against Arizona Western on Wednesday and Yuma on Friday. Each starts at 7 p.m. Last week, the Rough Riders lost to number 13 Glendale 3-1 and Eastern Arizona 3-2. They are 4-15 overall and 2-9 in the conference. Ending the whip around with the Embry-Riddle Eagles as the men's soccer team's regular season draws to a close this week. They play Benedictine Mesa on Saturday at 4 p.m. at Bellbank Park in Mesa. On Saturday, the team beat Westcliff 2-0 at home. Alex Francis scored both goals for the Eagles. Embry-Riddle is 13-3-1 overall with a 10-1 conference record. The Cal Pack tournament gets underway on November 5th in Riverside, California. 
The women's team, meanwhile, will also bring their regular season to a close with a road game Saturday against Benedictine Mesa. They improved their record to 14-1-1 overall and 11-0 in the conference on Saturday with a 2-0 win against Westcliff as Katie Hyde and Ray Yoshioka scored the goals for Embry Riddle. The Women's Cal Pack Tournament gets underway on November 5th with the higher seeds serving as hosts. The regular season continues for the Embry-Riddle women's volleyball team as they earned wins last week against Antelope Valley and La Sierra. In the win against La Sierra on Friday, Dahlia Hayes and Adavia Joseph led the team with 10 kills each. The team hosts Simpson on Thursday at 6 p.m., Pacific Union on Friday at 2 p.m., and UC Merced on Saturday at 4 p.m. They have a 12-11 overall record and are 9-6 in the conference. Meanwhile, the ending of fall sports means winter sports are getting underway. And it begins on Saturday as the women's basketball team hits the road to play Arizona Christian at 1 p.m. The men's basketball team then hosts Life Pacific at 1.30 p.m. on Sunday. As I do every week, I'll end the show giving my thoughts on some state sports. And Arizona sports was actually impressive on national television last week. The Arizona Cardinals' offense and defense looked pretty good in a 42-34 win over the Saints on Thursday Night Football as DeAndre Hopkins made his return. The Saints were missing a lot of key pieces, but I'll take it. And the Suns, after giving me flashbacks of Game 7 of the Western Conference semifinals last season against the Mavericks, climbed out of a big hole and got revenge with a 107-105 win on Wednesday and also dominated the Clippers on Sunday night. I still have my concerns for both teams. I don't think Kingsbury is the right person for the head coaching job in Arizona, or at least he should give up play calling. No better example than seeing Kyler yell at his head coach on the sideline, and I have serious concerns about the depth of the Phoenix Suns bench. But I'll put those thoughts aside, because for one week, and hopefully more in the future, the Suns and Cardinals were both fun to watch, and I haven't said that since this time last year. I'm Torn Stunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Come on back next week as we'll recap local football as the region race heats up and check on various playoff games for Central Arizona sports teams. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. <laughs>